lace up your boots and get ready for TM5 United, your one-stop shop for all the news about our five stripes. Here's your hosts, Abner Castellanos and David Donis. What is up, everybody? We are back at it again. I am David Donis here, as always, with Abner Castellanos. We feel good because we freaking finally won a game. We're going to get into that. Uh, we'll also preview the upcoming match and go over some of the other uh, news and notes from the soccer world. But Abner, first, you know I got to check on you, man. How you doing? How you feeling? You know what? I am doing great. I am excited. We actually got a win, David. And the worst part is uh, Bryce did not put our episode out there where I said we were going to win 2-0. Wait, he didn't put our episode out there? He did not put our episode out there. So uh, I you know big- what? I have I'm a big taking, issue with Bryce. Yeah. I, mean, I think we need to take our, our talents to South Beach, dude. Yeah, Whatever our contract you know. ends, you know, when the season ends. So we might have to um, be really hard on these negotiations coming up. But anyways, I think, David, I think I even said 2-0. I, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I, I thought you said 3-1. Did you say 3-1? Oh, look, 3 minus 1 is 2-0. So same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same thing. No, nah, but I, nah, I'm good, man. You know, um, man, man, we finally get a couple weekends break. Uh, Isaiah had a... Four games in two days, five games in two days, and uh, yeah, so we're a little. We came home Sunday, bro. We just crashed. <laughs> we were yeah. like tired, woke up for the game, but oh man, I like, I was like, yeah, let me just put this movie on with the kids, and I knocked out, woke up, I was like, oh shoot, the game. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. It, it was a late one, um, so it was pretty interesting, but yeah, um, normally, so I've been wanting to do this for a while, but it just hasn't happened, but because of Atlanta, the Atlanta United games. Cause uh, in Villa Rica, they do like uh, uh, like they have a wrestling uh, match, you know, like event wrestling. Okay. Um, it's like once a month, but it's always on a Saturday at like seven thirty, which is usually when Atlanta United played. And they played this time on a Sunday, so I was like, oh, I'll finally get to catch it. So it was at um, you know Goldust Park at the little um, you know little convention center they have there too. Yeah. And it, it was pretty interesting, you know. It's just like you know, it's like amateur wrestling, but you know, like uh, you know, fake wrestling, right? And I don't mean fake, like I know they, they get hurt for real. I just mean it's not like actual like wrestling, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But it was pretty interesting. It was fun. It was a, it was a good time. Um, so I recommend uh, everybody checking it out. I mean, it's only like 10 bucks. So if you're in the West Georgia area. Um, and then other than that, man, I saw two movies. One was uh, Talk To Me. Um, you know, that have you seen the trailers for that one with the hand? And they grab onto it. And they start seeing weird crap. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Was, was it good? Uh, it had a good premise, but I feel like it didn't deliver. Um, mm-hmm. My cousin Obi says it was good, but uh, I don't know. I gave it like a 5 out of 10. But what I did like is yesterday I saw The Haunted Mansion. Now, that movie I recommend. Um, yeah. It's really, yeah, it's pretty good. It's funny. If you've ever been on The Haunted Mansion ride at Disneyland, um, it's pretty cool because it kind of works some of that part, some of those parts into the movie. Uh, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's the one. Um, that's the one where you get in, and at towards the end of the ride, you see a ghost with you, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a cool ride. It used to actually scare me when I was little because uh, you know. Oh, we dude, it, it's scared. Yeah, it's yeah, it scared. You? No, no, oh no, it scared uh, Addison and uh, Isaiah when they oh, got yeah, on. Dude. Went to Disney World, and they're like, "What? What was that?" <laughs> I remember I was a little kid. I was like, closed my eyes. I was like, nah, I ain't yeah, seen that. Yeah, dude. Because especially like when you, because uh, in the, you know, you get into that big room and that's when the walls extend and they, right. like, the lights go down. You're As a little kid, you're like, oh my God, what the heck is happening? Because, you know, they make it seem so real. You know, when you're, you know, obviously when you're older, you're like, see little, you know, little good old Steve over there pulling the curtain down and everything. <laughs> like, oh, hey. 
But when you're a little kid, you're not focused on that. But no, that's always a fun ride, especially when it's high. It's a nice, uh, cool indoor ride. Too, oh, so. yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I recommend it if you ever get a chance to watch it with your kids, just as long as Definitely. they don't get scared. As long as they don't get scared. Mm. Like, I'll probably watch it myself first and then see. Because, uh, you know, at this age, they'd be having nightmares and stuff. The right. simplest things. <laughs> but, Admir, uh, let's get into this, man. We get, get to talk about an actual win. We talked about this last time that we hadn't won in over a month. So we finally get to put that to bed. We've got a, one, a win. We won a 2-0 up at Seattle at Lumen Field on a late Sunday night for us. It was kind of late for them, too, because who plays on a Sunday at 730 soccer games are usually earlier mm. uh, but either way i i stayed up for it and uh, obviously it's the best when you get rewarded with the win because i mean if you stay up late and you end up losing dude that's like the worst <laughs> only you like missing out on sleep but you did all that and boom you get a loss but we get rewarded we win 2-0 um you know key moments of the match obviously gg Went ham. He got two goals, one in the 11th minute, assisted by uh, off a cross by Brooks Lennon, and then another in the 65th minute, um, really kind of against the run of play, um, assisted by, of course, Thiago Almada. Um, you know, Atlanta United, they started the game off really hot off the get-go, created a lot of chances. Honestly, Abner, we probably should have been up 2-3-0 in the first half. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, and then Seattle really took it to us in the second half. I mean, they created a lot of chances, a lot, a lot of close chances. A lot. There was a good like ten minute stretch where we just kept giving up the ball in our defensive third and just leading to a counter. Uh, but we were fortunate enough that the ball didn't get into the back of the net, um, and we end up winning the game two zero. So Abner, first, what are your overall thoughts on the game? And then also, uh, how do you feel about uh, Zande Silva? His debut starting, and of course, you know this is Chester Muyama's game, so I kind of want to throw him in there. How do you feel they played, and how do you how, how do you feel about the game overall? Well, first of all, David, that number ten looks sexy on Armada. I don't know how we can switch numbers like that mid-season, just ten games left. David, I might have to buy that jersey with his name and number on that one because that that looks really good. Uh, second of all, you know, uh, Silva man, he looked great, right? What a, what a relief. What a relief out there for a guy to actually do what he's supposed to do on the wing. And Tristan Muyamba just helping the middle. I think Rosetto did really well um, being mm. a compliment uh, midfielder. Now, we're not going to expect him to be the Amada or the Muyamba. We're just going to be the guy that's either the pivot, a quick pivot, quick defense move. So I think he, this is probably one of his better games. Yeah, it wasn't flashy. It's not, you know, an assist. It's not this. It's not that. It's maybe, you know, third pass before anything. But he still looked good, and I like that about that. That midfield trio looked good, and I love that. Um, and yeah. Mosqueda, Mosqueda getting the start, man. I think uh, I think I mentioned that last time um, that he, you know, he was he was he had been playing really well off the bench, uh, just like Cho was before. And you know he, you know he, he did okay, you know. He did be, but you know he he didn't do too bad. But overall, David, I, you know, really um really good. I mean, I think Wiley struggled a little bit on the left side, uh, defending, but. Um, yeah, get, he had a couple of bad giveaways. Uh, we can get back to that, but I mean, other overall, David, um, it's it's this team, man. Like you know, it's a good, you know, it, like in the MLS or in any any sport when you're going down the stretch of games, you need that momentum, and this is a big momentum against uh, Seattle at Seattle, who is also the fourth in the West. Um, so I mean, it's a big game. It was a big win. I think it's probably the biggest game of the season thus far uh, to get us going into this long stretch of, of games and. 
um david there's 30 points available we got three of them so now you know i, th I think we we set ourselves um good we had a couple games coming up but to focus on this game david overall i'm satisfied with uh what coach Pineda had out there what the players um showed out there as well yeah and i mean it's always it's always tough to play in seattle obviously they're the ones that you know set the benchmark of what uh you know atmosphere is at a soccer game um but yeah abner i agree with you um uh, Zande Silva looked good. Tristan Muyamba looked good. Uh, they gave the ball away a couple of times, but obviously, you know, the team is still gelling. We got fortunate we didn't get punished. And yeah, dude, I agree. Rosetto looked good. And again, he didn't do anything amazing, but he's kind of looking more like that Nagby role, right? That you like that he's there because he always has the ball. He filters it out. He's your safety valve. And I think it's a little, it takes the pressure off of Rosetto to have to create because let's just face it, he's not comfortable doing that. And he never was and he looked a little bit more comfortable doing this you know not asking a whole lot of him and uh, i just really like that like, this team feels a lot more balanced now and you have uh you know silva and muyama they're just more direct man uh, uh silva had like what uh, two two or three chances on goal muyama was in on the attack i mean now you're like you're getting it from Gigi, Almada, Silva, Muyamba. You got Mosqueda going in there. Um, and I agree with you, Mosqueda. I think he did okay. Um, I really think that once Saba, you know, is is here, he's going to take that spot immediately. Um, so that's just going to help us even more. Uh, and obviously, as the team gets gelling and more chemistry as they build and build, uh, I mean, this team, team is looking, you know, where I feel in a, a whole lot different place than I did a, a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, a long, long two, three weeks, right? Um, but yeah, dude, it, it's a good feeling. It's good to uh, definitely uh, have the, that team going. Um, and also, like, 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 I think it's so big, and I know we're going to repeat ourselves a lot, uh, but the stretch of games, and this is, a, this is a heck of a start, man. A heck of a start from that team. Um, coming off the bench, I mean, it was pretty cool that Ozzy got the ovation, you know, coming back to where he played. Um, I, I'm not even. I know he was there for a good while, uh, but he was a key member for that that squad. Um, basically, going back home, I know he got a pretty good ovation out there, and it was cool to see. You know, um, now I'm just glad that we have him on our team because he could be a good last 10, 15 minutes guy to just control that midfield and be smart with the ball. So, um, overall, David, I'm I'm excited. Um, I think Saba um, gets his uh, visa here soon. I think he got it, so now he just he should be joining the team. Um, hopefully we have them ready for Saturday, um, as well as the um, uh, what's the other guy's name? Tierney, Tiare, Tiare, yeah. So, yeah, man, I'm excited. I, I'm, I mean, I don't think there's really much that we can criticize other than little bits here. Um, you know, Amala a bad giveaway, uh, but I mean, it doesn't go as a save for Brad Guzan, but he he reacted quickly uh, for him to miss up. You know, not to have the time to you know find a spot. Um, so you also got to give him credit to that. So. Um, yeah, very positive, positive views, David, from what we've seen, you know, but uh, guys, it's the MLS. <laughs> you never know how it's going to go. You never know. That's why I think it's one of the hardest, hardest things to watch. Even when it's the last place, we just saw Miami, who was in last place and won the Elise Cup, beating the Mexican top tier teams. And uh, uh, well, I've said beating out the top tier teams because they were on the other side of the bracket. But, you know, overall winning that that um, that tournament. Um, so you ne just never know in this league what what are you going to get out of your players out of the league. Um, you could always have the last place beating the first place. So, um, but yeah, David. Other than that, like, what uh, what do you what do you think about um, our mid? I think what do you think was our weakest part of that game? 
Yeah, I mean, it's really, again, it's, it's hard to critique anything. I think the biggest thing was, um, you know, Mosquera probably should have done better in the final third, but that's been an ongoing issue all season with him. And at the end, uh, Caleb Wiley, yeah, I mean, you expect better from him. Uh, but, you know, uh, he's usually pretty consistent in how he performs, so you can kind of let that go. But, yeah, it's just more about cleaning it up. A lot of a lot of giveaways. I mean, this game in the second half, Seattle could have easily tied it up based on the... I mean, we gave up really quality chances. They're that one that I thought went in when uh, Freddie uh, Montero, and it hits like the little, like, I don't know, there's like a sandbag next to the goal, and it looked like it went in because it bounced back, like it had hit the back of the net. And, I mean, that should have been a goal, honestly. Um, so just a lot of... Um, you know, a lot of opportunities given. Usually when games are this open, because this game was open from beginning to end. I mean, it was a great game to watch. Uh, I think it always suits us better because I think we're better finishers. Uh, but at the same time, sometimes we got to, uh, you know, a little bit. We're the, we're the more technical team. So sometimes when you get in that, that track meet type deal, you kind of lose your advantage. And, uh, you know, Seattle, obviously we know their players. They got Rui Diaz, Jordan Morris, players that could really punish you. And I think we were fortunate not to get punished in this game uh but either way like we mentioned you win the game by putting that dang ball in the back of the net and we did it twice because Gigi, uh i mean he's just he's great in the air it's great to have somebody that um it just is that dominant and has that presence and he honestly he could have had that third one too a third goal too that, that he had early in the first half that he really should have scored on uh so i mean you know, it's a it's a great performance i mean you got to give it up you got to give it to pineda i know we cr criticized him a lot but, uh, you know, he put the right players out there. They knew how to play. Um, the back line was solid. Uh, I mean, uh, we were talking about that Purata should probably be in the lineup. But honestly, Avram is playing well back there. So, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, you know, honestly, the team looks good. And I think it's just going to get better once we get the, the additional pieces. But, um, Andrew, let me, let me go through the match stats really quick. So, um, possession. Uh, Atlanta 62% to Seattle's 38%. Our expected goals was 1.43 to Seattle's 1.14. Um, Seattle actually had more shots than us. They had 16 shots, but only two on target. So that's how we, we used to criticize us when we would put those kind of stats up. <laughs> and on the flip side, we had nine total shots, seven on target. So that's crazy. Um, we had seven on target and only two went in. Uh, but it's good that we're actually getting the ball on frame because we've seen those games where, man, they're just, they could hit anything but the goal frame, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, and we had 479 accurate passes to their 246, so almost doubled. So, um, you know, on the stats, uh, you know, we dominated um, on the field. I think we dominated more, even though we kind of let Seattle hang around a little bit too long and let them get back into the game. Um, but that first half, man, we were on fire that first half. We just got to do, uh, you know, we got to be better with finishing. Uh, but again, now, you know, Abner, I like, we have so many options going forward now. And it's nice to have. We're not just dependent on Gigi or, or Magic from Amada, it seems like. Yeah, man, it's crazy how we, uh, you know, we started the season thinking we had all the depth in the world. And now midseason, we lose a lot. We make moves that don't make sense. And now we're seeing these moves kind of, you know, come to uh, come to a good uh, good standing as far as at least for the first couple of games. So um, it's exciting, man. It's exciting. We get um, you know we didn't really think what we were gonna get at Mosqueda after his contract was terminated, uh, getting rid of Ribada and you know all these other moves. We, we weren't sure where we we're gonna be, David, and we still got two signings that still haven't really uh, made made uh, made a, um, a debut on the field and. 
if they're anything like these last two have been, David, I'm excited. Even, you know, I think I think Saba is going to be a DP, correct? He is a DP, yes. He's going to be a DP. So obviously his expectations are going to be a lot higher than the other two, uh, the other three. Um, but at the same time, as long as they get, they mesh well, um, you know, I think they did an interview. I, I want to say it was with Brooks Lennon, uh, with Mike Conti and uh, Longshore. And they asked him, like, what's like, what do you see from new guys? And he's like, man, as long as they're here to help us, like more, you know, that's that's all we want. And he said nothing but positive things about how and we saw that on us uh, on, on uh, Sunday night. Um, and then Lennon is, dude, I think he's been having a heck of a year as well, man. I mean, he's yeah. had maybe a couple of games, bad games, but honestly, like he's been one of our, our, our best players thus far um, throughout the season, you know. So now David's all positive. Up. Yeah, yeah, he does. I think he, he deserves at least a chance, you know. What, what's the, yep. you know, what's the worst that can happen? But yeah, David, I'm excited. But David, we're playing another team in the, in the do, wait, do we consider them in, the, in that little Southern belt or not? Nah? They should be. I mean, they're only four hours so, away. That's why. Okay, so yeah, that's why. I, I know when we did it, it was Charlotte, Orlando, uh, um, and I think yeah, I think Nashville was in there. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right? Well, this is a this is the first year that, and we're talking about Nashville SC. This is the first year that they're in the East Coast, which they should have been in the East in the East uh, Eastern Conference to begin with. Um, but obviously, because of the team balance, they were in the Western Conference. So now that they're here, now that we're playing them twice a year, so it, you know it has a chance for that rivalry to build. And you know, obviously, when we when we play in Nashville, we travel, and then when they play here at the Benz, um, they're probably going to travel. So we are playing Nashville at the Benz uh, this Saturday at seven thirty. So finally, we get to see our our Atlanta United club play in person. It's been a, it's been a while. So our head-to-head is uh, we've got two wins, uh, three draws, and we've got four losses. So Nashville has had the better of us um, in, in this series, um, and I think it makes sense. Uh, you know, Nashville's been a quality side, um, and in the last meeting, we lost 3-1 in Nashville, uh, so it'd be nice to get that one back. Um, and Atlanta United, you know, we, 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 we're in the same seventh place uh, with 38 points. Nashville's right above us, six point, a sixth place with the same 38 points. So now we beat them, we jump over them. Um, so it'd be nice to start winning more consistently at the bends. Um, and then obviously, you know, we're we're on the wrong side when it comes to games played because most teams have 24 games played. We've got 25. So we really need to make up that extra game by having extra points because, you know, now, you know, if we lose this game, we're obviously now we're three points behind Nashville and a game back. So it, it, we definitely need a win, especially at home, because I don't want to rely on winning away, especially with the you know the schedule we've seen, Abner, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The schedule is coming up, so so let's talk about Nashville, man. What what do you uh, what, what I know you were out there scouting them and be you know behind <laughs> the three. Uh, we got Mister uh, Mister Zimmerman out there, Mister. Uh, uh, what's Zel- Zelaran, Zelarine, Mukhtar? No, Mukhtar. Sorry, Mukhtar. Yeah, right? wrong guy. Yeah, wrong honey, guy. Honey, honey Mukhtar, who's been on a, he's been on a tear, man. So, MVP last year, he is living up to the hype this year. He's got 13 goals, seven mm. assists. Um, they got uh, uh, Fabrice Picao too, that played with the national team. A lot of national team players. You got Shaq Moore, that played with the national team. Dax McCarty, you mentioned Walker Zimmerman. So we know Nashville, they're a good quality team. And it shows because, I mean, they went to the League's Cup final. Um, 
and they lost in a penalty shootout um, with, and they tied Miami 1-1. So Miami beat us 4-0. They, they tied Miami and they were able to take me to shootout. And honestly, I mean, that shootout was a tough way to go out because uh, it went all the way to the very last kick where the keepers had to go up against each other. And uh, Collander, the keeper for Miami, made it. And then the keeper for, um, you know, for Nashville, um, you know, he didn't make his. So you kind of, you kind of feel for his, like the game is, uh, you know, on the keeper, which is uh, Panico, who actually had a pretty good, pretty good tournament. So uh, it is what it is. That's just the way that the, the, the tournament is. Um, but yeah, man, it, I mean, it's going to be tough because uh, Nashville, they, I just feel like they've had a really, really, they have a good, solid team. I think they're one of the top teams in the East, even though they're, you know, they're in sixth place. Um, but yeah, I mean, what, I mean, we, we, we kind of touched on it with Silva and, um, and Muyama, but do you really see any changes to the lineup, you know, unless Saba is, is ready to go? No, nah, man, honestly, no, I don't. I, I think this, I think he stays with this is, you know, it's a solid group. Um, and if, if Saba and, you know, the other guy are good. I mean, I think he brings them in as subs, but David, I mean, it's work. Even Wolf coming in, you know, we have, he works, he, his uh, work rate is really high. Um, so he's going to defend a lot, especially in la those last minutes of the game. He's not really going to look for to go forward, even though he's playing as a winger. He is going to come back and try to win the ball. So I think that was a solid uh, sub when he came in. So I, I like, I like what Coach Pineda did. Um, and I think he's going to keep it the same. I don't see any, you know, no injuries, you know, have uh, have taken place so um yeah i think he starts um the way we started yeah i think you're right i don't see uh you know any changes only thing would be if if saba's ready to go that he would put be put in for Mus musquera um but other than that uh, that midfield trio i love it i mean you got uh you know amada as a 10 you got muyamba playing as the eight and then you got Rosetto playing as a six um you know, it's going to be crazy what we do in the offseason because you got so many players that, I mean, they're not going to get playing time if they're playing, if this midfield trio is playing like they, you know, like they have been. Like you talk about Alonso, Sadic, um, obviously Miguel Berries, you know, we got Jamal Tiare, who's going to be the backup forward, um, Hernandez, Sosa, Etienne. I mean, all those players, they're like, you know, they're players that you like, it's going to be tough for them to get in the starting lineup. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's a good problem to have. So, yeah, Abner, I'm with you. I don't see, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it again. We're at the bands. We got to make it a fortress. So, Abner, what is your prediction for this game? Well, David, since me and you are both going to be there, um, I'm going to go ahead and say 3-1. 3-1? Woo, I like it. I like it. I'm always more on the uh, conservative side, so I'm going to say 2-1 Atlanta. Okay, 2-1. I like it. It's good. They're going to make a sweat the last 10, 15 minutes, huh? And they have to, dude. You know. You, I, <laughs> there's been too many games this year where I go to the bands and, like, I literally have a heart attack every game. <laughs> except, the Charlotte, except the Charlotte game. The Charlotte game, I, I have my arms were crossed the entire game just looking like a grumpy old man. Yeah. It's freaking crap. Not there, though. Not there. We killed them there. That was a fun no, trip. I know. I know, but I'm talking about the bends. <laughs> no, yeah, that was terrible. They paid us back for it, so I mean. Yeah, uh, whatever. They still suck. But you know what? Uh, <laughs> going on with a tangent, but I blame this one guy in the bathroom after the game. We were in the bathroom, we were peeing, and like, you wait in line to pee, and this guy, Lenny United fan, 
um, is watching the highlights of the goal. And he's like, yeah. And they're like celebrating. And then he's like, are we back? Are we back? You know, like getting all hyped up, you know, and there's a bunch of Charlotte fans everywhere. So I was just like, oh, you know, I don't know about that. I was like, mm. another guy was kind of telling him like, hey, calm down, man. <laughs> you know, we're not <laughs> at home here. I blame that guy for us losing to Charlotte um, uh, and the band's bad karma. Uh, all right, uh, but Abner, <laughs> I like the prediction. Let's hope we get the win. Let's keep the momentum going. Um, some other news that happened. Um, we talked about it last week. Abner always, he gets the leaks first. But Atlanta United officially dropped the 404 kits, um, which are like, you know, <laughs> it's an Atlanta hip hop inspired. I don't know if you guys seen it. It's got like the ATL bubble letters, United. Um, you know, we kind of talked about it. You know, it might be cool as maybe like a warm-up kit. Uh, I, I, I'm i assuming they're gonna wear it this Saturday. Um, you gotta sell the jerseys. I've seen kind of the comments online, everyone's pretty much trashing it. Um, I mean, I mean, you've already voiced your opinion that you don't really like it. Um, so, but I mean, I guess it is what it is, right? Yeah, I mean, I get the, you know, the backstory, I get the reasoning, like all that is cool, but I don't know. It, like I was telling uh, Andrew earlier today, I'm like, dude, it just feels like that jersey is like one of those like, you know, everybody draw a jersey and see, you know, who who we like the most and stuff like a competition jersey or something like that. Um, I don't know. I'm not a big. I'm, I think I'm. You know, I'm definitely gonna go check it out when we get there Saturday. Uh, go to the team store and just you know have a quick look at it. You know, like the blue jersey, I was never a fan of just because it's so it, like we're bred, like it's so opposite of what we are. And I get the, you know, once again, I get why we do it uh, with the whole recycle and all that stuff. But when I saw it in person, it did look a lot better. But so everybody has a, everybody has the same jersey, don't they? Yeah, yeah. So I don't like, see. I don't yeah. like that. That's same thing with the Marvel one. The the Marvel one that came out. No, 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 every, everybody, but everybody like. Well, like I don't like getting a jersey that every other team has. Like the part about getting jerseys is that it's unique to your club. So it's like right. if you're gonna do a Marvel, like come up with 32 different characters, or you can have like you know maybe eight characters, but you have like four different designs for each like yeah. Marvel character. But everybody got the same Captain America shield. The only thing that was different was it had your club logo on it. I was like, yeah, they definitely cool. they definitely screwed that one over. They they messed up. They missed a good opportunity for them to. And even like I see people with it, and like you know. Off to them with it buying that jersey, but I'm like, eh. I was like, I don't know, man. It looks more like a warm up. It looks like you know that warm up, the stars and stripes that, uh, that we, yeah we had like a while back for Fourth of July. It looks oh, like yeah. the, it looks like the other version of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they yeah, I'm start. not a fan of it, but I definitely want to check it out. I'm, go- I'm definitely going to go check it out Saturday. I'm not going to buy it. I'll probably buy something else, like I always do, but I'm not going to buy that jersey. Yeah, um, I, could, I could use a new shirt. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of it, but we'll see. We'll look, we'll look at it and see. Um, you know, I'm, I'm like you said. I think they wear it on Saturday. You know, especially you know, wanting to sell it. So we'll see. We'll see what it looks like. Right, right. Well, after MLS was obviously back in action, so it was great to have a lot of games to to watch now. Um, some of the results over the weekend, and um, I'll just say that. Um, at least on the East Coast side of things, the Eastern Conference, we didn't get a lot of help. Orlando picked up a win, which kind of shot them up a little bit further. Uh, and then Montreal beat Toronto, so now they're like, you know, neck and neck with us. They're right below us. And then uh, Columbus and Cincinnati and their rivalry, the hell is real, Darby. Columbus beat the crap out of Cincinnati 3-0. Um, crazy scoreline was St. Louis 6-3 to against Austin City. 
So they're still the Supporter Shield leaders, top of the West. And then a big blowout, dude. Houston beat Portland 5-0. Almost a touchdown. Um, and then uh, Giovanni Savaresi, the head coach for the Timbers, he's out of here. He's fired. You just got let go. <laughs> Boom, just like that. He's gone, which, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Your team's not doing well, and then you put up that stinker. Uh, yeah, it's not going to go well, right? So he's out. Um, but um, other than that, Admiral, the other thing we had, we, we wrapped up Leagues Cup. We touched on it. Uh, Nashville, uh, we're in the final against Miami and Messi. Nashville loses out in the PK shootout with the goalies going up against each other. Uh, this game was great from beginning to end. I mean, it was back and forth. Obviously, Messi scores early, um, but then Nashville, you know, you're kind of seeing like it could turn into like, uh, you know, uh, they could just lose a ship and then the goals just start pouring in. But Nashville held off. Um, they were able to get back in the game, equalize, take it to a penalty shootout. So, you know, when it comes to PKs, it's just you never know who's going to win. It's just whoever shows up. And it came all the way down to the keepers. Um, but, Abner, so I want to get your thoughts. How do you feel about Messi winning that cup and also his gesture with letting, you know, Yedlin uh, lift the trophy? Um, and then just your overall thoughts on the tournament. I mean, overall in the tournament, man, I loved it. I think it was competitive. You could tell that uh, both sides were taking it serious. You know, it was the games were, you know, I think most of the games were very dramatic, very, uh, very cool how they ended with PKs because, you know, that actually gave some, gave gave the PKs a reason, you know, and stuff like that. So I think overall it was good. I think, of course, you know, some of the, you know, uh, transportation, some of the hotels, food and stuff probably could have been a lot better, you know, but at the same time, Liga MX did, you know, agree to the terms that were set. You know, if they didn't like it, they wouldn't have gone with it. Now, can we improve it? Yes, of course we can. It's a young, it's a young tournament. It's a good tournament. I think it's, it was great for both leagues. Um, I loved it. You know, I think the format was good. Um, you know, the fans get to a chance to watch their teams um, at different different cities and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I, overall the tournament was great. Uh, Messi's gesture uh, to Yellen, I think that was awesome. I think. It was a show of respect or more um how can you not like this guy you know i mean I, right. I mean for the for the soccer wise where maybe he's not your favorite player maybe he's not your goat maybe he's not this but you cannot deny yeah. something like that um you know somebody being humble like that for him to you know <laughs> understand like hey look i know i know because he knows who he is so i know who i am i know but this is the, this was your team before you know i got here you deserve it you went through the hardship you went through the being laughed at mocked at and now you get the chance to lift the trophy you know i think that was awesome for him and dude messi just came and conquered and destroyed the league now now that that's done now that he had, you know you can put a check mark on that you know what's he gonna do with uh miami now the that the uh the league is back on is he gonna be able to get him back up we'll see right. man. we'll see that that's gonna yeah. be the exciting part that's what a lot of people other than you know that and that's you know of course what everybody expected is you're obviously going to support your team but you're also going to oh i wonder what messi did today i wonder what miami did today just because the messi factor right why are people you know looking at you know the saudi arabia league over there it was because cristiano ronaldo's over there people want to see oh did he score did he not score who's going over there with teams now are you going to watch the games i think it's making it a little harder for you to watch the games from here to over there but with mm -hmm. apple it makes it a lot easier 
which is right. so smart you know, for a lot of people all over the world to watch the game. So, um, no, David, I think it's positive for the MLS. I just hope um, that these teams, you know, when he does come in town, um, you know, when Messi does come here September 16th, you know, I hope Atlanta United puts a better fight than they did down there. I hope that whole, you know, give them the respect, but at the same time, we also got points to uh, make up as well. So, overall, great experience. Overall, great uh, gesture by... Um, by Messi to Yedlin and you know Messi dominated and just you know he deserved the the MVP of the of the tournament and you know he brought you know Miami a title so there's nothing really yeah. much you can say yeah first title for Miami and it was kind of interesting because you could see uh you know the way uh, David Beckham embraced uh Messi it looked like he was about to cry uh <laughs> he looked pretty emotional but obviously uh being uh, the owner of Inter Miami the last few years probably would do that to you, um, but yeah, I agree. Kudos to Messi for the gesture, um, and Messi did say. I think somebody asked him about playing on turf, and he said he used to play on turf in the academy days. He's got no issue with it, which is good to hear from Atlanta United fan because we do have turf. Um, I did see Don Garber say something about that. You know, MLS teams that play on turf need to make you know some kind of accommodations from grass and. Everybody's on board except us because you know we have a state-of-the-art turf or whatever. So we'll see how that goes. I doubt we're gonna get grass here because I've heard it's very, very expensive, very, very time-consuming. And uh, if Messi's willing to play on it, then you know, no harm, no foul. Um, but as we mentioned, this tournament uh, there's a big prize money. I think it was like two million dollars. So uh, Inter Miami they get a Concacaf Champions Cup berth. So does Nashville, and then in a third-place game. You had Philadelphia Union uh, destroy Monterrey 3-0 for third place. So Philly, they get that third uh, spot to the CONCACAF Champions Cup 2. So great. You got three MLS sides that that um, won it, and you got to stay overall. MLS really dominated this tournament. Um, we mentioned Abner, obviously MLS is always going to have an advantage. You got more teams. We're in season. We're always home. Um, you know, Mexico's having to travel. Um, all those, it, but you mentioned it already. This tournament was a, a joint venture between Liga Mekis and MLS. They knew the rules, so they agreed to it. I doubt we're going to get this tournament in Mexico because, let's face it, they don't have the infrastructure like the U.S. has, and we've got a lot of their fans already here. I think what I would like to see uh, for the future iteration of this tournament is, um, you know, let's cut down on the games. I mean, you got to think about it. And this is crazy that Messi is being thrown into this, and he's, he's riding with it, and he's performing, but this guy played seven games from beginning of the tournament to the championship and I'm about to get into it but now he's the open cup they got a game Wednesday that's a lot of minutes uh if they want to win I mean it's crazy but you have a chance for them to win two trophies um and then you can't even get into crazy talks about them winning the treble if they do the whole thing can you imagine it's it's a possibility but it's so crazy because it's just so much soccer and then we're all having i mean we got we're i mean i don't say fortunate because obviously we want to do better than league's cup but we you know we're not our players aren't putting the miles on playing these games but you know there's a reason why we normally play once a week and when you have a game wednesday and saturday it's like oh man that's you know that's a tough week we're gonna rest legs i mean these players they're playing a lot a lot of minutes you, you got other teams going to the u.s open cup and then going back into league play i think for this tournament we either got to break it up and like maybe do the group stage in one sitting and do the knockouts in another set in another time of the uh, year or you make it you know a qualifying tournament where you you limit the number of teams that make it to it um 
and then you know it's a, you don't have you have less games and then maybe then you could kind of see um extra time because i think that final definitely deserved extra time like i don't think that should have went to to pk's it's really hard to decide a final just like that and i mean that kind of goes for like the, at least the semis and the quarters maybe you could do that for the not round of 16 um but it's just it's a lot a lot of soccer um but i still overall i think everybody enjoyed the tournament it was good to see mls teams um beat out a lot of the liga and mekis teams um that was great to see um and again we got the u.s open cup this wednesday it's a semi-final the final four teams you got houston versus rsl and then you get Cincinnati versus Miami. We'll see if uh, Messi's going to be there. But, I mean, it's another trophy to play for. So it's really hard to say, like, oh, let's give Messi a break. Because it's like, dude, I mean, if you could get two trophies in a matter of, uh, what, like a month? A month and a half, Abner? <laughs> That's a great return on investment. Uh, yeah, talk, yeah, talk about great in return, David. And I do like what you mentioned. Like, if, you, if we were to break it down, like from qualifying and then from the tournament aspect of that, make it more like Champions League, right? Because they do the, yeah. they have their own league. Then they have like two games, you know, in one week, um, and then they rest, and then they do it again and again. So maybe something like that. And even I think that would enable some of these teams to actually travel to Mexico to have some games over there. Um, if you break yeah. it down like that. The only problem is we have a champions like cup, you know, our champions yeah. league that is yeah. also going to start later too. So it's like, that's why I think like ah, this, 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 it's a great idea to include everybody, but I think a smaller tournament um, would be better, which that's how it was in the previous years, but it was just random teams they chose. Yeah. I'd say let's actually like make teams qualify for it. You know, maybe you start off at, a, you know, maybe 32 teams and you work your way there. Um, or even smaller than that, but um, yeah, I mean it's it's a great tournament. But again, we got um, you know it's a lot of soccer. You got the Champions Cup, and then you also have the Concacaf uh, League. Uh, yeah, the Concacaf League, which is uh, the tournament for Central American teams, where they get Champions Cup League berths too. And uh, I believe they're still in the group stages that's going on. But I know um, at least from a uh, uh, Guatemalan standpoint because it's uh that's all we care about. You got Shellahu in there. You got Comunicaciones, um, and I believe you have Bolan. They're in that tournament, so um, you know obviously you always like seeing Guatemalan teams uh, make it to the Ch- Champions Cup. But uh, Abner, last thing I want to talk about is that you are you know the future because. Guess who won the FIFA Women's World Cup? I think you predicted it, right? No, I got it wrong. Wait, you said England? Yeah, yeah, you said Spain. I said England. No, we both said England. No, we both said England. No, really? I don't know. Yeah. We both said said England, yeah. You said England because of your your, uh, brother-in-law. Yeah, I said England too, but um, either way... Spain hmm. beats England 1-0 to win the Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> I had my reason why I was up early, because like, they had a game at 8, and we were about an hour away from there, so we had to leave that six. Did you get up and watch the game, or did you watch the highlights? I watched the highlights. Um, David, it's a final! <laughs> 6 a.m. on a Sunday. <laughs> Look, tengo que levantar para la iglesia. Vos. I gotta get up for church in the morning. You know, uh, yeah, I'm true. a good Christian uh, guy. I can't be doing. It. I'm just kidding. But uh, true, no, I mean, I had wanted to, but in all honesty, I, 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 you know, I probably went to bed Saturday. Well, I guess Sunday, probably like around two or three in the morning. Oof. 
and I knew I was gonna get up for church like around 10, 10, 15. So mm. I got up for that game, you know. But uh, you know, if it would have been the U.S., I definitely would have been there. But uh, you know, we've already, you know, gone down that route. But good for Spain. You know, they win it. Um, I mean, Spain, the the team has just grown a lot. You can see the growth of women's soccer in Spain too, with you know Barcelona, and they're getting like sixty thousand people at a game. So uh, you know, I think that the women's soccer is really growing, um, you know, around the world more. And, uh, you know, obviously it shows that there's it's getting more and more and more competitive, which is just, you know, it's just great for the overall growth of the sport. Um, and then in the, in the third place game, you had Sweden beat Australia. So they got the third place game. Um, so I think the, they had said that this is uh, the most attended uh, Women's World Cup ever. So that's that's pretty cool. And. That being said, it's you know it's Australia had a crazy time, but I think the viewership probably would be better, you know, if it's not such a crazy time because I think you lose a lot of the U.S. Um, audience. Um, but Abner, uh, what do you make? Uh, so after the World Cup was over, they had the FIFA World Cup rankings. What do you make that the they had the U.S. ranked number nine? Good for them. Give them something <laughs> to fight about. They deserve that. They deserve that. No, I mean. I'm, we're not going to get into this because we got a whole cycle. But, David, we, I mean, I think like you, you said it perfectly, the, the world's catching up. You know, you see Spain, you see all these all these countries actually, you know, putting, investing in the, in the women's sport of soccer. Um, and they are, you know, they're doing great. And that's, you know, I mean, you can't ask for anything better than that, right? So um, that's kind of, you know, it's kind of awesome to see because not only is it going to be great for individual countries, but it's going to also be great for the, the competition all around. Um, and now it's time for USA to, you know, now we got to, you know, there's no, <laughs> there's probably going to be no team you can just walk all over anymore just because just by showing up. Now you have to put the work in like you should have put the work in. But no, I like it. I mean, I like it. it it's very disrespectful because I still think we're a top five team in the world. Um, but you know, you take so that. It's, it's, it's only the FIFA World Cup ranking. So right, right, it's not right. The, it's not the official FIFA ranking, which I assume yeah, no, I know. It's probably going to come out in September, right? I hope we're fifteenth on that. Huh? Oh, it's fifteenth. No, I'm not. I hope we're fifteenth on that list. Oh, but I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming that this is probably going to be what the FIFA rankings look like. I, well, maybe yeah. maybe we'll drop that down, but we're definitely not going to be number one. No, no, definitely. I see us. I see us at least maybe three or four. I mean, we should yeah. be in the top yeah. five. Yeah. But like for the World Cup ranking nine, I think that's pretty much. I mean, Based we, on the could probably, yeah. we could probably beat five, six, seven, and eight, maybe four, two, uh, one, two, three. I mean, obviously we couldn't. I don't think the momentum and the way we were playing. I don't think we could have compete. Um, needless to say, we're still USA, so we're still gonna, you know, definitely gonna bring out a team that's gonna compete. But no, I mean, it's fair. It's fair compared compared to what we were expected to do and what we did. You know, you have to drop down like that, right? USA, USA. But yeah, not Admir, um, I mean, you're right. And I think, you know, obviously, I think it was time that we needed to be humbled. So this this gives us something to, um, you know, to, to strive for, to a return to glory, so to speak. I think overall it's going to, you know, be better for us. And, um, you know, honestly, you know, I didn't, I didn't think we really looked like the team that was world beaters anyways. Um, and then just to recap, uh, USA, four World Cups, Germany two, Japan one, 
Norway won, and then, like I mentioned, Spain got their first. So, uh, uh, Women's World Cup hasn't been around that long. So, um, it's crazy. Yeah, that's, Both that's men's and women's, huh? Uh, what with the Spain? Oh, Spain. Yeah, they, they, they both have one now. Um, that's cool. I mean, and then obviously Germany just dominates things on both sides. Uh, although on the men's side, you know, been knocked out of the group stages uh, quite yeah. a bit rec- in recent times. But all right, Abner, you got anything else to add? No, man. Hey, everybody, let's get let's get rowdy. Let's get proud. Let's get loud. Coming on Saturday, we're at home. Woo-hoo. We're gonna debut those jerseys, whether you like it or not. So Land United that's going to be playing on the field. It's not what we wear. It's how we perform. So um, me and David are going to be there. We're going to be there uh, tailgating. I'm going to whip their butts in uh, cornhole. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and hopefully uh, Land United brings it with, uh, with that same intensity. Because uh, it ain't going to be easy, boys. It ain't going to be easy. That's definitely true. Let's go. Let's keep the momentum. ATL, baby. We out of here. Peace, y'all.